following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. I'm joined by my co-host, Jason Hall. Jason, welcome back. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Good. It's been a long week already, and we're not even to Friday. Yeah. Um, this week, as we teased on last week's episode, when uh, Gary joined us back up, we are here to give you the award list and the nominees for the 2023 Beastie Awards. It sounds so dirty whenever I say that. Yeah. But... Nonetheless, this year we've gotten bigger and better. We have 16 total categories. It's not that type of podcast, though. So No, no, it is not, thankfully. <laughs> so if you're looking for that, you're in the wrong spot. If you're looking for that, uh, come back next year. I don't know. Probably not going to be the same thing, but maybe. If we have an outstanding success, I might have to learn something, but I don't want to. Um, oh, no. Nonetheless... We are here, I think we should go backwards on this. Um, oh yeah, I was going to say, I wanted to do that first one last because I think I have a wild take MVP? on that one. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, so we're going to start at the very bottom here with the top sleeper picks of the 2022 draft season. So who you drafted, who maybe might have been worth your value that you snatched up late rounds... And uh, was well worth you telling everybody, no, I swear, man, he's going to be a, sweep, a sleeper. A sweeper. Uh, Jason, who are your nominees? Um, I have, I think, two good ones. Uh, my sleepers for next year, Christian Watson. Oh, those are next year's? Oh, next year's? Oh, this year, too. This past but, year? Yeah, that's what I meant. Watson produced once, once he was healthy. I agree mm-hmm. with that. And a lot of teams didn't draft him. Uh, and what else do you got? Kate Otten. Yeah, um... Otten down that one stretch after after they had just misery, he was a nice spot start down the line. Yeah. Um, I think I think we can kind of run all five. Did you do two from each one? I did two for most of them. Some of them have three. Okay. So the one, two, three, three that we will uh, we will go ahead and we will vote on unless we have multiples. Uh, my three for my top sleepers. I know a lot of people were on and off with him. He ended up going in most cases in the 7th or 8th round. And a lot of people went, yeah, there's no way he's going to recreate what he did last year. I'm going to go with a Monder St. Brown as my first one. Um, and he was going to be on my list, but I knew you would put him on the list. So, so And I know how much you love him. But that was it. A lot of people went, yeah, there's no way he can't recreate the, the target production. You're wrong. I think he actually did more target production. Uh, my second, I'm going to go with Tony Pollard. Yeah, a lot of people most most uh, options got him in probably the tenth or eleventh round. He was a top ten fantasy running back this year. And my last guy, I'm gonna go with Justin Fields. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of young quarterbacks that everybody talked up this year, and Fields wasn't one of them in any situation. So if somebody jumped on that Fields train, they got themselves a top six quarterback for nothing. Uh, So those are gonna be our uh, nominees for the top sleeper pick. 
Jason, you came out with Christian Watson. Um, Kate Otten, Amano St. Brown, Tony Pollard, and Justin Fields. Um, if you're listening to this right now, go to our Facebook, go to our Twitter. We will have these options posted by Saturday, give you a, a full week pretty much to vote on these, and we'll announce the winners as we uh, as, as we see the voting. And then we'll yeah. also have some voting props for you, me, and Gary as well. Um, but, yep, so that's our first award there. Uh, Jason, the next award... It is like Congress. Our votes do veto yours. <laughs> Unless we're really outnumbered on one of them. Um, I'm kidding. I always forget that that's one word, technically. Amonra... St. Brown. But yeah, so that is where we're at here. Uh, The best overall tight end. Yeah. I I think we all might have the same ones here. Yeah, I'm going to say you probably have the same few here. I had Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and and Kyle Pitts. Okay, we don't. So we both had Travis Kelsey. Um, I went George Kittle and Evan Ingram. Yeah. So we get a an easy five out of this. That's a good. That's a good um, five for. Uh, which to is vote for, interesting so. because one of the top names this year didn't even make it on our on our list, and that's T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah, I know. Um, I like that you have Kyle Pitts here, um, because I have Kyle Pitts on an opposite list that doesn't shine him in such a bright light. Overall play, we know he was good, and we just know he didn't get much love from Atlanta. But our uh, our options for the overall tight end are be Tra- Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. I I'll tell you, man, I like Devin Ingram off because he oh, went yeah. to Jacksonville and he was a nice little target there for for Trevor Lawrence. Oh yeah, I speak about that. I'll, I'll talk about that a little later with one of my um uh, nominees. I think later down the road. But the next option we have is the best overall wide receiver. Um, what did you go? Because I went first the last one. Um, I went with Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and Tyreek Hill. All right, so we were the same on two of the three. Yeah. Um, we both had Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill. I actually purposely put my other one because I figured you'd put Steph Diggs on this list. So Steph Diggs doesn't make this list here. Um, yeah, it is true, Steph. But I went AJ Brown. I knew you. I, he was on my list too. AJ Brown was vital. Mind. So our four options for the best overall wide receiver are going to be Justin Jefferson, Tariq Hill, AJ Brown, Jamar Chase. You know what? I mean, if we want, we can go five with each spot here. Um, since we have five for everyone else, do do we want to just go ahead and add Stephon Diggs as the uh, yeah as that fifth option? Oh yeah, because he was on my next. He's also on the next list. We'll probably talk about. Well, so the next list is going to be the overall running backs. Oh okay. Um, I thought you were doing best No, I'm going to go backwards here. Okay. Um, best overall running back. You know, this was a really tough one for me. Especially this year. Because i got to find where my list is. I only had two, and I don't think they're going to be on your... One of them might be on your list. I think one of them is because I think you have him. Yeah, okay. So then both Josh of them Jacobs. might be on your list. Yeah, I was going to say Josh Jacobs and Brees Hall. I didn't have Brees Hall on my list. Uh, but we will add him, which, you know, a lot of people might give flack on that. Like, oh, you know. I thought you would have had the other one. I thought you would have had Bruce Hall. No. Uh, so, best overall running back. I went off of stats on the year. No, yeah. Uh, I went Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, and I went Austin snackler mm-hmm. um, You went Josh, Josh Jacobs and Bruce Hall were your two? Yeah. Um, I mean, for the, for the last one, do we... 
do we feel like it, we have to kind of go with Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry, McCaffrey, you said McCaffrey? I have CMC okay. on mine, yeah. I, I think we can add the fifth being Derrick Henry. Um, if you want to talk about who was vital to their team's success, I, I like the, the Brees Hall option just because he truthfully was... The Jets' offense was was motoring when he was healthy. Yeah. And he went down and that offense got stagnant quick. Uh, so I do like that. Um, best overall quarterback. We might have the same players on all of these. So uh, I have three here for the best I overall I also have three. I had Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. So we split. We had we both had Allen Mahomes. Where you went Burrow, I went Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That is a nice one to put on that list, too, because he was so hot. As a fantasy quarterback this year, too. He was a top three. Um, I think where we've gone with five at every other spot, I think I'm comfortable staying with only four at the quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any under, Anybody you put in as your fifth is going to be far and away well behind well these behind other, your, four, other four. So, yeah. um, Your next year's draft gems, though. I'll start this off. Uh, I'm going to get wild and out of pocket here. My first option, a guy who I'm going to say you might want to take a look at having... In the late rounds, I'm going to go Kyle Trask. Yeah. Kyle Trask, they said that they think Tampa's going to give him the chance to be the starter. And then that their GM thinks he's the best quarterback in the division. I'm going to roll with Kyle Trask. Two years of development, sat behind Brady. He's thrown the weapons. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take my second as Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker the third, shall I say. Uh, he got a lot of shine late in the year in Seattle. And then my last one, one of your favorite players I know, especially because the rumors he might not even be on this team. I'm going to go T. Higgins. Yeah, I think if T. Oh, Higgins definitely. goes to another team, T. Higgins is truthfully a number a, a top ten receiver in the league. Oh yeah, he's definitely a top ten receiver anywhere. And that's really. the thing. I mean, he was a guy Damn. who was getting drafted in the forties and fifties last year. Yeah, if you got a forties and fifties and you're going to pull out a top eight, a top eight wide receiver, you're going to feel ecstatic. So to me, that is what qualifies as a draft gem. Who do you have on this? Um, I have two of the. I have Two that I'm just gonna go because I do have three, but we talked about them earlier, so I think I who was who's your third that we talked about? I'm on with St. Brown. I like that still though. We can, but um, but two that I love, Etn Travis Etn Jr. Okay, just because you think who, so you think hot. we're only scratching the surface this year. Yeah, he's only scratching the surface this year, and then among that, Trevor Lawrence because okay. of that connection, and you're also adding possibly adding Calvin Ridley back to that offense. See, I didn't want to go Trevor Lawrence just because I feel like people are going to overreact to the way he finished. No, um, yeah. But I could see it because I had the thought process on it. I looked at it and I'm like, if I'm going to go gem, because like if I could get Lawrence where I got Lawrence this year, 90 to, to 120, Yeah. next year's draft is going to be great to do that. Um, I just I think there's going to be a lot of people finally realizing, oh, he's not the bust we thought he was. Um, but... I like that. So our five for that will be Kyle Trask, Kenneth Walker the third, T. Higgins, Travis Etienne Jr., and Trevor Lawrence. A lot of T's there. Yeah. Um, our biggest draft bust of this year. So I had two, but there's one of them is way more than the other one. So I'm gonna go with my number one, Jonathan Taylor. I also had Jonathan okay. Taylor as one of my top three here. Um, who else do you got? Alan Lazard. Okay. Um, so it's it's kind of tough to pick out on just these busts. So yeah. you have Jonathan Taylor and Alan Lazard. I also had Jonathan Taylor. I added 
Debo Samuel to that list. Yeah, that's a good one because he was such so hot last if, year. If Debo would have been, name? if Debo would have been where he belonged, a fourth or fifth round pick with the production he had, I don't think it would have been as critical. The fact that people are taking him in the second round is where I really think he did, he warrants draft bust category. Yeah, people were blowing second round picks on that. And my other one is Russell Wilson. People took him as a top six quarterback in a lot of cases to go, hey, I think this is it. I think this is my guy. And he was horrid. He was absolutely horrible this year. Um, so I think that's our four draft busts. Russ Wilson, Jonathan Taylor, Debo Samuel, Alan Lazard. It's funny. In our in our Dynasty League, uh, Frank sold the boat for Alan Lazard. Yeah. He's never had over 100 yards in his career. And someone's going to go and make him a free agency just just steal. And they're going to give him a ton of money because he... Oh, he, you know, maybe it's just that Green Bay hurt him. He also is probably not going to have Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback next year. He, he won't regardless. He's a free agent. He's entering free agency. No, I know. That's what I'm so, saying. like, he's going to be going to a whole other level of not having the same team, not having the same offense. And what did that do for Marquez Valdez scaling this year? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Um... But on to the biggest draft steals from this year in standard redraft format. Um, I'm going to start this one off. I went with three of them, and I, you know, all three of these guys finished in the top ten of their position. I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs in most drafts was hanging around still in the seventh, eighth, ninth round as a starter. Uh, And I'm going to go Jamal Williams. I understand that was a timeshare situation, but he had 13 touchdowns this year. He was red hot in the goal or in the red zone, and he finished as running back nine. Uh, so I like those three. Who do you got? I have two. So my favorite, Christian Watson. Okay, was just a big steal because he was usually there in the later rounds. Because obviously he's a rookie, and he was nobody knew what was gonna. And anybody who held on to him and hung on to the to the injury part yeah. was paid off heavily, heavily in that playoff stretch when he yeah. he had what. Three games with two or more touchdowns in a row? Yeah, in a row. So, yeah, he was... he was In the back of the year, he might have finished as wide receiver one. Oh, yeah. He was definitely wide rec- or in the top five wide receivers, but, like, I like that. And who else you got? Uh, this one I know I talk about a lot, a lot, but, again, Travis Etienne Jr., just because he is... He what I think, so good this year. What that, I think like, Warren like, said even more is in, in redrafts, because no one knew what was going on. This is, I mean, figure your drafts were before the yeah. the um, James Robinson trade. You didn't know who was going to take over as number one. So I think a lot of people let him slide to the sixth, seventh round, and you were getting a talent there that you probably had no reason to no get. No reason, yeah. Um, our next one, the biggest drop off in play. Um, I got, I had, I mean, my same as two as we already talked about. Jonathan Taylor and Lazard, because Lazard had such a good season before the last one. He was he had an okay stretch, but like he didn't never got hot this season and was just didn't have any touchdown production at all. So I'm kind of on the same wavelength you are. I definitely went with Jonathan Taylor again. I went with Russell Wilson. Yeah, the third I added, and I think it was just because he was just he went from being. Top eight running back last year to non-existent. I went Cordero Patterson. Yeah. Just because I feel like the drop-off there, one solid year production, re-signs for good money, gone. Yeah, he had a couple nice catches. He had some plays. And, I mean, 
The sad thing is, if this would have been the year Cordero Patterson had any other year before last year, you would have gone, hey, Cordero Patterson had a nice year. But following up last year, you go, yo, he dropped off. Yeah. Um, The most improved players from draft value, how they finished. You know, this might sound like, this one will be a little crazy, but I put Tyreek Hill on this list. Okay. Just because of how consistent consistent he he played throughout this whole season, but he was... Definitely a different type of fantasy player than he was this season than he was last season. You know, yes, he played. He was production last season, but the it literally like I think most. I'm saying most improved because the production last year to this season was a huge like explosion. It's funny because I I would have never thought of that until you put it this way. But you're 100 percent right because that was the one thing we didn't like about him going into this year was you'd have weeks where. You would get 40 points on Tariq Hill, and then a week where you get three. Yeah. And there was none of that this year. He was a solid, in PPR, solid 15-plus points almost every single game. So I do like that. Um, If not for the play level, the consistency level stepped up. Who else do you have? Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Um, that's a I really like that as well because for being a guy that a lot of people were chirping, he's a bust. He's done. He's a bust. He came out and had a great... Back he finishes quarterback eight. Yeah, he had a nice year. Um, I'll add to that. I'm gonna add with a teammate, uh, not of Trevor Lawrence. I'm gonna add Jalen Waddle to the yeah. equation. Same reason. Uh, had a good year, the first year showed that he's a burner and really stepped up in the same same thing. And that's what I think makes it even more impressive. I mean, that's where I almost feel like two belongs on this list, but like he didn't play enough. In it. And I guess that's where these two guys belong ahead of two. It didn't matter who they played with. They put numbers up. Yeah. Um, I also went A.J. Brown. Oh, that's a good Considering one. the year before, A.J. Brown was supposed to be a top 10 wide receiver in fantasy, and he ended up in the bottom 50. This year he goes out, he's a top 10 again, he has a great year with Philly. And I went with, I feel like, what's well, going to be the landslide vote here, Geno Smith. Yeah, no, that is a A guy who one. not a single one of you guys would have gone and jumped on this. And Geno Smith had a year. A year, yeah. Um... So I'll go with that, but now we are on to the value portion before we get to the most and least valuable players. The best value tight ends of the year. Who do you got? Uh, I had a couple. I have three here. I had Kelsey, just because really wherever you got him, it was a good value. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to... I'm just I saying mean, if you grab him in the first round, you grab him in the He still the does produce. You aren't wrong. Um, Kittle and Dalton Schultz, just because... If you got those guys in the right round, like Schultz, if you got needed a tight end later, and like later, and you didn't really have like a a good tight end, he definitely was solid for before he was hurt. So I had one written down that I think I can take off, just because I think that it's it's a cheat code here. Uh, the first one that I had on this list was Taysom Hill. Yeah, but I feel like eh, he's not really. Oh look, the Sabers scored. He's not really like that guy. Um... I also went with Evan Ingram. Evan no, Ingram, in most scenarios, was being drafted as a backup to a backup tight end. And he finished as a tight end number eight. And then I went with Jawan Johnson from yeah, New Orleans. Jawan Johnson was very touchdown dependent, but he was very solid whenever he was playing. Um, it, it's not a bad situation. I did like that option. Uh, best value wide receivers. I had three. I had Tyreek Hill. Stefan Diggs and AJ Brown. 
Just because whenever you got those guys, they definitely were producers. Or in most leagues that aren't Buffalo leagues, you can get Stefan Diggs at a reasonable pick that it's not I, outrageous. And... I'm going to add some back half fuckery here. Yeah? I'm going to add Devonta Smith. So I will I will match up with your Philadelphia teammate. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna add two teammates of my own. I'm gonna go with Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. Yeah, I think Zay Jones went undrafted in most scenarios, and he finishes a top twenty wide receiver this year. Yeah, he did. who would have ever guessed that? Thought. And he was solid down the stretch. Uh, value running backs. I think we probably have the same top. Um, I had Josh Jacobs start. I think he's on my list. I'm trying to find where my... Uh... I started with Josh Jacobs. I added Tony Pollard, and I had Jamal Williams. All three of those yeah, guys... Had... Where'd they go? All three of those guys finished as top 10 running backs, and all oh, three had... of them were most likely drafted outside the top 50. Yeah. I had Travis... Or Etienne again, Etienne Jr., and Tony Pollard. So we both have yeah. Pollard. So then the value running back's going to be Jacobs, Williams, Pollard, Etienne. Yep. Which I like. Um, it was three guys taken probably outside the top 50 who all finished as top 12 running backs. They all finished as a running back one this year. Um, and that is the definition of what you could ask for. Oh, yeah. Um, and then best value quarterback. Um, I had Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence and, I mean, Josh Allen, just because whoever you're going to – he was so – he was another one. 40 points a game, 30 points a game. You never really were – Worried about who you're going to start at quarterback if you had Josh Allen on your team. I'm going to play devil's advocate on you here. Uh, I went with three guys that were potentially undrafted in most leagues. I took Geno Smith again. Mm -hmm. I took Daniel Jones. Yeah. Danny Dimes was a top eight fantasy fantasy quarterback. And I want Jared Goff. I know Jared Goff wasn't a starting quarterback, but he finished in the top 13. Um, And in most situations... Week three or four, he was still sitting on the waiver wire. So, I'm going to go with that. We'll go six on that. So, we'll go Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, Justin Herbert, good list, Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen, and Jared Goff. Your least valuable player this year. Uh, by Jonathan Taylor. Just one of them? And I think I put Lazard, too, but I've been trashing on a little bit. Jonathan Taylor, Allen Lazard. I'm going to add to this, and this is where I said down the line we'd talk about him. I feel bad. Kyle Pitts has to be one of mine. No, he definitely, like... The talent's there. He belongs, the he the next out, two guys... Both lists, the next two guys are guys... Kyle Pitts is one of them, but the other one here is another guy I don't ever want to see on this list again, but again, it just didn't work well. I went Kyle Pitts, I went Najee Harris. No, it's a, Najee yeah, Harris was Najee a top was... eight pick and did not perform, and then I had to add Russell Wilson. He was just the drizzling shits. Uh, but your MVP fantasy-wise of the year. Um, so, I feel strongly about the one. Josh Allen. Well, yeah, Josh Allen. But I'm definitely talking... I knew you were going to put him on that list, so I figured I would go wild and go with Travis Kelsey. I tell okay. You Just because for an owner of him that I've seen, he was so versatile this year. You knew he was going to get 15, 25 points a game. But he's so versatile that you could throw him in your um, flex. Yeah. And put a tight another tight end that was just going to be your ten point tight end in your tight end spot, and know that you were going to have a good week. Yeah. Um. And then I had Tyree Kill. Okay. Again, just because of how consistent he was. Well, I feel like we can probably do six out of this again. Yeah. Um. Because if you're doing Tyree Kill, I'm going to add Justin Jefferson to my list. 
Uh, Justin Jefferson was the epitome of special this year. It's no, kind yeah. of everything that they expected you would get out of uh, Cooper Cup, which part of me wants to put Cooper Cup on that bus list, but he was still soaring high until he tore, until he tore up his yeah, knee. Was, I'm going to add Josh Allen. I'm going to add Patrick Mahomes. And I'm going to add Jalen Hurts as well. Mm-hmm. So our MVP list for fantasy, Joshua, oh, Patrick yeah. Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Travis Kelsey, Tariq Hill, and Justin Jefferson. But guys, that'll do it. Um, that'll get us through. We will have images and voting options up on our Facebook, on our Twitter. Cast your vote. Let us know who you think is the winner of each of these. Yeah, Next week. Us. Yeah, seriously. Throw throw some conversation. Tell us why you think so, too. Uh, but next week, we will come on. We will announce who wins or loses these awards. And uh, I think that'll about do it. Jason, anything else you want to add? No, just as always, thanks for listening. We love you guys. And... Keep on keeping on. Yeah, we are about one week away after this next episode here from starting to really discuss our fantasy or our, our draft info. Uh, as we get off the air here, we're going to go watch some more tape right now. Um, shout out to our sponsor, Kyle, at Chicken Dippin'. Hit him up online, chickendippin.com or chicken underscore dippin' on Instagram. Uh, but until next time, guys, Jason, thanks for joining again. You guys keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll keep on finding them. Have a good one, guys. 